everybody and welcome to Growth Week. This is a monthly week-long conversation that is aimed at helping you grow in every aspect of your life. If the truth be told, everyone wants to live a good, healthy and vibrant life. But I'm here to tell you that a vibrant life is grown on purpose. It just doesn't happen by accident. So, no matter who you are or where you are in life, whether you are a businessman, a church leader or a housewife, this podcast will challenge you and all your organization to grow intentionally towards your God-given purpose. My name is Justin Duro. I'm a certified John Maxwell Leadership Coach and I'm also the lead pastor here at Word of Truth Ministry. With me in the studio is one of our ministry directors and co-hosts, Robin Aldea. Hello and welcome to all our podcast listeners. It is Growth Week and we are so excited to bring this month's content to you. This has been quite an exciting time for us in just releasing this podcast, releasing last month's episodes. We had our first ever giveaway. We had someone just write in with such a beautiful story of how um, Growth Week has impacted their life. And yeah, so for us, that was super exciting just to be like, hey, we're giving away something for Growth Week. So Pastor Jay, how are you feeling about this podcast right now? How are you doing? What's happening in your life? Where are you growing? Tell us a bit about yourself. All right, Robin, it's good to be back in the studio with you. And um, I must say, recording this podcast, podcast is fast becoming one of my favorite events of the month. Uh, you know, I love speaking. I love uh, communicating. But what I'm loving the most about this uh, podcast is that it gives me the opportunity to reflect on my my personal growth in relation to some of the principles that I'm busy teaching others. So having said this, I'm, I'm currently wrestling the application of this concept of creating a healthy uh, environment for growth. And, um, yeah, quite honestly, it's been challenging my leadership style. It's, it's really, uh, stretching me and, uh, forcing me to be more intentional about creating and shaping culture. So um, what am I currently learning? I, I think I'm learning to be more transparent according to the Myers Briggs personality test that we once did in the office. I'm, I'm one of those guys they call the scientist, which means that I'm more, uh, on the observant introverted side. So I, usually know what's going on, but because I'm introverted in nature, I don't easily say things or just, you know, I, I wait for, for, for an invitation to, to, to comment in people's lives. But, um, what we're currently doing in the office, Robin, is really teaching me to to step out and call people out and be more intentional about creating the kind of environment that we want to see. So, yeah, I think that's the area I'm growing the most. It's It's been a challenge, yeah. That's good, that's good. And your side. Yeah, I think for me, this month has probably been one filled with a lot of growth pains. I think we spoke about that um, in or just mentioned it in one of the previous episodes. But, you know, growth sometimes can be uncomfortable. It can be painful. And I think that, um, yeah, I've experienced a lot of that this past month. And I think um, it's a good thing, though. It's a good thing because it's helping me um, to be more intentional with my yes, more intentional with my no. What I'm currently doing is doing a study on boundaries and just, you know, how we should have healthy boundaries in our lives. And so that's really helping me to evaluate, even with assessing um, my environment, you know, like what are some of the boundaries that I need to have in place um, how big is my yes? How big is my no? And that has really just been helpful in coming into a place of um, realizing that I need to be 
operating and functioning out of a place of rest. Yeah. And um, so that has been a challenge for me to learn and a challenge for me to apply. And I think I'm excited about getting it right in this season. Yeah, I think the application of these things, Robin, is where we um, we are being tested in this season. I think we we hit in the third third month. Uh, we we've gone through this for for three months now. And if we're serious about the application, and I'm sure for the guys that are listening to us, if you have been applying these things, you're beginning to feel the growth pains mm-hmm. uh, because there's uh, that period when the excitement just kind of weighs off, and um, you you now need to ask yourself, do, am I really serious about mm-hmm. these? things and and yeah uh I'm, I'm, I'm glad I'm not the only one who's experiencing the growth pains. Eh? Definitely. Yeah, so for you guys listening today, we are going into the topic of core values. We want to speak about knowing your values. So this is so important because this is something that is going to help you grow. It's something that's going to even help you with those yeses and those noes. You know, when you know your value, when you know the value of just what you are giving your time to and all that kind of stuff, you will know whether your environment is conducive for growth or not. And that's exactly how we came to this conversation was, you know, the last episode that we had, we spoke about assessing your environment. And we realized that one of the first things that we need to look at when we are assessing our environment is values, core values. And so I want to say to you, um, if you're listening today, the fact that you're here today means that you have a value of growth. You value growth. And so that is a great thing and we are so excited that you want to go on this journey with us so pastor jay um yeah take it away um, into today's topic what what is the significance of core values Robin, I think what you just said in in your introduction notes there is very, very important because you cannot create a healthy environment without understanding uh, your core values, without knowing what you really value. So we were forced to ask ourselves, what do we want to see in our environment and why? So the issue of core values became very significant because values or core values determine the area you're going to grow the most. Values help you make decisions. And um, quite honestly, core values form the, the foundation of any growth that you really, really want to pursue in your life. One of the things that I really love about um, core values is they help you know your real value. That's what we're talking about. Do you know your value? And it's not easy to know your value unless you have some um, some core values. We live in a world where uh, everybody knows their net worth in a sense. You know, we're measuring what's in our bank accounts. You know, we know the value of Nike, Gucci. We know the value of gold. We know the value of all the things around us, but we don't really know our true value. And so if the truth be told, people are constantly chasing things that they uh, deem valuable, trying to use those things to add value in their own lives. Mm -hmm. And the truth of the matter is, uh, there's no amount of gold that will add value to your life. There's no amount of good clothes. You know, it's a lot of people that are buying all these fancy brands trying to add value to their lives, but they still feel like, why am I feeling worthless? Um, it's because they don't have clear core values. I love this story, Robin, if I may just go into a scripture a bit here. The Bible say, calls it the, the parable of the lost coin in, in Luke chapter number 15. Jesus says, suppose there's a woman who's got 10 silver coins and loses one. And the conclusion is this woman would uh, light up a lamp and sweep 
and search the house carefully until she finds it. And when she finds it, she calls all her friends and the neighbors uh, together and they begin to rejoice. And so I started asking myself, why didn't she give up? She's got 10 coins. She loses one. Surely she could have said, well, I've got nine. One doesn't matter. But she, this woman knew the value of this one coin and she was willing to do anything to find that. And friends could have said, oh, come on, you just, you know, you, you've been silly. Just let it go. It's only one coin. But she knew the value and she was willing to sweep her entire house and search until she finds it. And that's, that's a challenge to us. Do you know your true value? What are you willing to fight for? What are you willing to light a lamp and put life on hold and say, I'm going to fight for this because it is valuable to me, not to you, but to me. Mm. So knowing your value means there must be certain things that you need to know that uh, are valuable to you, even if the world consider them silly. Mm. I think that is so cool because, you know, the world will never know your true value and yeah. the world can never give you your true value. And so if you don't know what your true value is, you're going to settle for whatever the world tells you you are or whatever you need to do. But if you know your value, it doesn't matter what they say. It doesn't matter what the world tells you to do. And I think... Um, um, you know, something that really struck me from our conversation around this was that, um, you know, I, I kind of asked you the questions, but don't you think that values are kind of the difference between life and death in our lives? Because values are that important. It determines our direction, our destiny, our behavior, all that kind of stuff. So the truth is that, um, you know, maybe our listeners, some of our listeners haven't given it that much thought, but they have to because it is that significant yes. that it can be the thing that determines where you end up. It can be and it will be the thing that determines where you are going in your life. I like what you said. Values determine behavior. That's very key because whatever you value the most is going to determine whatever action, whatever behavior in your life. So if you value appearance for argument's sake, you are going to be chasing after the maker the latest clothes because it's appearance and you don't know why mm -hmm. you know you spend all your money buying clothes or things that make you appear good is because fundamentally you believe that appearance is a value mm -hmm. so i'm not saying that's good or bad all i'm just saying is your behavior is determined by your values and if you don't know your values you could be um experiencing some crazy behavior in your life and you wonder why do I always behave like this you know uh, a guy or a girl that values um, boyfriend girlfriend relationship you cannot stay without uh, a boyfriend you break up you're always in another relationship mm. because you you value having a boyfriend and you kind mm. of feel like um, I, I can't do life without this person and so you're going to be always looking for somebody to complete you because of your values and and one of the things that I like uh, when I think of values and I, I learned this early in my life, you know, I, I determined that I'm always going to value myself more than anything that I can acquire. Mm. So uh, I learned this uh, while I was um, just looking at how, you know, the athletes, uh, celebrities uh, who are athletes, they are paid for the things that we value. You know, we, we kind of like, oh yeah, I want to, I want a Nike. I remember growing up and I'm like, yeah, I want to, I want to also be wearing Nike. I want to look cool. And then I realized that the people that made me like Nike are actually being paid to mm. wear Nike, which means Nike recognized that that person is more valuable than their shoe. So if that person can wear their shoe, they will add value to Nike. So I, I determined that whatever I wear, I will add value to it because I am the most valuable 
sure. thing in my life, you know. So if I'm driving a car, my car is valuable because I'm driving it. If mm. I'm wearing a suit, my suit is valuable because I'm wearing it. I the, I'm the one who determines value. Wow, that's yeah. awesome. Yeah, so now that we know why values are so significant, why they're so important for us, um, I think the obvious question is how do you determine your own core values because um, you know we like you said there's so many options I think you know if you yeah. just google core values you'll come up with a list of over a hundred p- things that you can kind of adopt as a core value but you don't want to do that you don't want to go and just pick like five off of a list you want to know okay what is the process of determining your own core values yeah that's a difficult question and I think that's one we wrestled with because we are trying to be intentional in giving you steps to to work through But the truth, Robin, is it takes time to really discover your core values. I don't expect you, if this is the first time you are interacting with this whole idea of values, I don't expect you to just kind of take a pen and a paper and write 10 things and say, oh, these things are valuable to me. Uh, But I expect you to at least start. That's why we're having this conversation. So the process begins with maybe listing a whole lot of things that you think are important. Mm. Um, So you might end up with like 50, like you said, they are 100. They could be a lot. Um, List the things that are important. Try and make a list of maybe 30 things, maybe 50. Uh, I don't know. Keep it for yourself. Say, I'm just going to write the 30 or the 50 most important things in my life. And then uh, start trying to place them in in, a... order of importance, prioritize what will be more important. Is money more important than um, my my appearance, my health or whatever the story is? And you start changing these things. Um, so move from, let's, let's just, I'm, I'm going to pick a number. I love seven. So mo- start from 21, go to 14. And then when you've got 14, begin to ask yourself some difficult questions uh, and try and narrow that to about mm. seven. So that's a process because at every stage you want to ask yourself, why must I drop this in favor of the other? Remember, we're trying to get to core values here. We're not just talking about Mm. values. Values are good. Uh, You can have 50 values. You're always going to be good. But we're looking at the core, the ones that you will not compromise on. Mm, That's good. Yeah, because that's the truth. There are all sort of values out there, but core values are different from all those because they, you know, it's in the term, it's right at the core. They determine all other values. And so, you know, I think we we speak a lot about this thing on, of like, we ask each other, what mountain are you willing to die on? And I think like what that simply just means is like, if you were, you know, if you had to lay down your life for something, what is that thing that you would lay your life down for? And so I think that's where core values, it comes down to that, you know, someone like um, Pastor Jay, you may be willing to lay down your life for a specific core value that you hold, but it doesn't necessarily mean that I would. It, it, Yes, it could be a great value, but I wouldn't necessarily lay down my life for it. And so you need to know what is that one thing that I'm willing to stand on, that I'm willing to be canceled for, that I'm willing to, you know, go through, um, you know, the world thinking I'm crazy because I stand for this thing. And so that's, that's just how, um, significant that is in just knowing, um, your core values. What you have just said helps narrow that list from, uh, you know, like the 14 or the 21 
to seven because if you've got more than five things that you're willing to die for, you don't have core values. Mm. You know, the core must be like a handful of things that you're like, hey, this I will fight for. So that's really, really important. And there are many other things that come to play. You know, for us, uh, I remember just in our preparation before the, the actual port, uh, the recording, I mean, I was sharing about how in the process, my core values are, are influenced by my belief system because, hey, I'm a Christian. So at the core of who I am uh, must be these values that come from uh, from the Bible. So I want to say if you are a person of faith and if at the core of your um, life, your values are contradicting what you believe, then you, you need to mm. you need to make sure that you either align your your life to the right values or change your values. Yeah. Mm, that's good. So Pastor Jay, can you give me um, one or two of your own core values that you hold in your own life and tell us why they are core values in your life? Yeah, uh, Robin, I, I think there's one that I will always call like my fundamental top value. I call it integrity. Um, in fact, uh, for those who are listening, my my coaching business is called Top Integrity. And it, it comes from that idea that unless you are a man or a woman of integrity, uh, you're full in yourself. You are full in the world. Uh, you can be a hypocrite. I had to wrestle this and it came from just reading scripture and realizing that you can actually call yourself a Christian and behave like a Christian when everybody is watching. Mm. But can you behave the same way when no one is watching? So integrity became one of my my, my top values, my, my core values. And that was just wanting to be to be authentic. I want to be real. I want to be the same person all the time. I've, I've known a lot of people and we have read of many great leaders who will be great in one area but then fail in the other. It's just because we lack integrity. That's why I decided, hey, if there's anything that I'm going to help leaders or people um, uh, grow in is integrity. And that's, yeah, that's, that's, that's my top value. And then obviously um, family would be up there as well. We value family and mm. everything that I do uh, evolves around family. But also, again, that comes from my belief that, you know, God values family. Mm. And because he values family, family becomes a, a real value in my life. Yeah, That's awesome. Yeah, Pastor Jay, I've always loved watching you live out your core values and it's really inspired me, um, you know, in all the time I've known you to know what it is that I believe, what it is that I am willing to to die for, like that mountain that I'm willing to die for. So that's really awesome um, to, to just have someone that you can look up to and be like, hey, you know, that's good. That's good. <laughs> um, so Pastor Jay, we ended up, um, you know, back, coming back to assessing our environment and why we think that this is so important for growth. You know, we ended up looking at our um, office's core values. And so do you want to just tell us a bit more about that, that process of, you know, bringing it from a personal thing into the organization and into our environment? Robin, when I think of uh, your opening remarks, you said you're wrestling with boundaries. And that tells me that you are taking the content that we are delivering serious because uh, boundaries, core values, they th those are things that you're going to wrestle with if you are serious about creating a healthy environment. And so uh, on a personal level, it, for you, it was boundaries, but collectively for us, it became values. What would make it safe for everybody who comes into our environment? And then we started saying, what are the real values? So as a church, we always had values. You know, we, we've got church values and those are broad 
But then we realized that we needed specific values that would make our work environment conducive for what we wanted to see. Mm. So this is where I want to talk about different categories of, in, uh, of values. Uh, firstly, they are character values. So when we think of our church values, they more deal with our character, our personality, uh, our um, spiritual nature, you know. Uh, so everyone must have character values and character values are usually are universal, you know, trustworthy person is a trustworthy person that deals with character. Uh, can we trust you? But then they are what I call work values and work values um, determine the kind of work you want to produce and what you would call job satisfaction, you know. So for us, we did not have those clearly written down. Mm -hmm. We were just pulling out some of our character values into our work environment, and then we needed to define those. And another category which we're not going to talk about right now is your personal values. Obviously, your personal values st must be the key because your personal values determine everything. Yeah. When you have your personal values, they will determine whether you are going to uh, fit into a particular church because mm. the values that you have, your personal values will lead you into a particular environment. And then your personal values will also determine whether you can fit into a particular work environment. So we were, we were now trying to see if our values are well aligned. Mm. And that's what we started looking at. And we had a few, um, office values that we came up with. Yeah. So yeah, when you know your value, it becomes an easy yes or no for whether you need to remain in an environment. You know, if we talk about assessing your environment and just looking at where you are and the different environments in your life, you can kind of say, hey, well, you know, these people, they don't value this. And this is something that is at the core of who I am. And especially I think um, if they don't honor that, yeah. then I think it's, it's, it's safe to say that, hey, maybe you need to move out of that environment kind of thing. So yeah, you know, you need to own your values. I think that is, that is really important. You need to own your values. You need to know um, your core values, own them, walk in them, live them out. Um, one final question before we end off today's episode. Does everyone that I relate with always need to have my core values? Not necessarily. Um, the thing is, your your values are your, your values. You need to say, these are my personal mm -hmm. values. However, depending on the degree of, um, or the level of relationship you're pursuing with somebody, you want to make sure that their core values do not clash with your core values because it's impossible. Talk, talk about husband and wife. It's impossible to marry somebody whose values are completely opposite to your values and think that you're going to have a healthy relationship. It's, it's, you're just going to be fighting constantly. So I would say that if you're pursuing uh, a, a high level relationship with somebody, there must be at least uh, mm. common values. And that's what we were trying to do even in our office to say, hey, we may have different uh, personal values, but do we have common values that mm. will pull us together? And those um, are the values that will make an organization stand up. Yeah. Wow, Pastor Jay, that is awesome. Well, tomorrow we are going to start sharing some of our office core values. We won't have time this week to go through all of them, but we just want to pull out specific ones that we think will be important for our listeners to hear. And so we want to encourage you to stay tuned. Tune in tomorrow as we go into the first one. It is going to be an awesome week filled with just growth and, and yeah, come along 
along for the journey. Um, share this, the, the link with your friends, with your family, and just invite people to come and listen in and grow with us. And so until tomorrow, keep growing.